Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to We're Listening to Podcast, a community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. She is a leader, entrepreneur, author, certified clarity and transformative coach, a mentor and trainer to many, highly skilled at one-on-one coaching. She also runs private inner circles for small businesses and entrepreneurs. Running retreats and leading workshops is her specialty. She's the author of Becoming Human, the story of you and me and how we came to be, awakening the genius in her clients so they can uncover something that has always been there all along is what she loves to do. Ladies and gentlemen, Lori Holmes. Hey, Lori, how you doing? I'm doing great, Rob. Thanks for inviting me here today. Oh. Spontaneously. <laughs> I'm glad you can make it. Uh, was, was that bio pretty good? Was that? Was... That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. You know, it always sounds like, wow, who is that person? And then you realize they're talking about you. <laughs> yeah, that is that is so funny. I, I love that. Yeah. So, Lori, we we have so many different places we can go as I've done some research about your work. And there is one thing I would like you to start with and kind of talk to. And then we could just go anywhere from there. But that was this research paper I found that you wrote back in 2014. It's about clarity and it's about how important that is in transformational coaching. When we see as the coaches, that moment where wisdom can come in, we basically get out of the way. Uh, And it's that ability to see that, that you were talking about. Can you just start there? Even if you don't remember the paper, kind of just start with, with what resonates from here and what I just said on that. Now that's a beautiful place to start because I do think Matter of fact, I was talking to my own client today, and it was that very topic that in order for the impact to be experienced in the client in front of you, there has to be some clarity going on with the coach. The coach has to be clear. Not only does the coach have to be clear in their speaking, but it allows for the client to be able to get clarity and get clear for themselves. Yeah. So clarity is a really important aspect, and I think in any coach, any coach work. I don't think it has to be somebody who's done like I'm a clarity coach because I went and had a program called Clarity. But I think clarity is important for all coaches. Yeah. Yeah. It's important for just transformational coaches, because one of the things that I've noticed the most. And I've had literally scheduled 104 conversations, Rob, within the last 
two, I don't even think it's been three months. And what I noticed was the majority of what's going on with most people is they're not clear. I can, I can see that. They're not their own speaking, let alone, you know, when they think something is going on, that's when things don't look very clear. Yeah. And then they think they have to do something, which is a real big rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, the chase to get there, right? Yeah, and it's like they can see where they want to go, i.e. clarity, wisdom, whatever. And yet they're using the wrong tools. I hate to use the word tool in a transformative conversation, but most people are looking for a tool anyway, even if they are transformative. Yeah. Because they're always asking how questions. How do you get clarity? Yeah. You know, like that's a big one. If you're not clear, then you want to know how do I get clear? And so we're always heading in the wrong direction because that's not how you get clarity by looking for clarity. I would agree. I would agree. It's something to that settling down that when those thoughts just just pass by, you look back at the same situation and it is almost like it's in high definition now. You almost see the next move as if it was always there for you. You see like, oh, it makes 100% to choose this route when you, when you settle down. That's fair. But what I wanted to share when you were talking about what you just said, I said, this is where that golf analogy comes in so beautifully. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was. So I'm having my lunch and there's a TV screen sitting next to me in my booth. And they're talking about this young girl who is a golfer. And evidently she's doing really well by their description. And what they were saying about her, it was like, all of a sudden my ears were listening in. And what I heard was that it was the concentrated pause at the top of the swing. That's what gave her this advantage. You know, like it was like what you were saying, if you could just see it now in a golfing swing, mm -hmm. the power comes in the pause and the release. Yeah. That's where wisdom comes in, in that release. And it's directed because now that pause allows her to see exactly where she wants to put the ball. Oh, that's good. And a coach can do that with a client. I like that. Because like it's that. that pause, like you said earlier, falling out of, we call it contaminated thinking. I call it baloney, made up stories. <laughs> same blah 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 that runs that through our heads yes <laughs> that we take too seriously and think it's true yeah and so when we can you know like i've even told a client and i know this is being broadcasted so i'll be careful what i say <laughs> to shut up because in the mind blah 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 they can't hear anything so sometimes it's a kind, gentle reminder for the pause. And sometimes it's kind of like, stop. Yeah, it's not a soft voice or even I can use a military analogy. 
I didn't talk very softly when those bullets and bombs were flying. <laughs> I was screaming at the top of my lungs, move, run. Yeah. But it was just as much love in move and run screamed at the top of my lungs because you're waking them up. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. Waking it up. You're waking them up like at the hot stove. Stop. Do not put your hand on the hot stove. You're going to get burned. Now, if there's a kid out there that wants to test it and they come away screaming, ow, well, okay. Now, you know, (laughs) now you really know (laughs) the boundaries of how far can I take it before something bad happens? Yeah. You know, and, and I, I've done it myself. I know what that looks like. But that didn't always have good consequences. When I tipped the balance between what I knew I was capable of doing and over the edge where, oops, you don't want to go unless you've got a parachute yeah. or a safe way to get to the bottom. Or there's a river or a really deep pool. You know, so people survive stuff like that because they fall into something that can <clears throat> they can handle the fall. I was watching guys that love to be on the edge last the other day. And here's a really crazy scenario. They're up, two helicopters are up in the air really, 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 really high. And they've got a tether between the two helicopters. And a guy gets out, you know what sling walking is? When they get out on a very thin rope and they start walking on it. Okay, all right. So the idea was to see if they could go from one helicopter to the other on this very thin ropey thing. Now, the weather wasn't really ideal for that because it was like super windy. Every single man fell off. The only thing that saved them was they all had parachutes. So they were willing to be daring, knowing that the only thing that could go wrong, possibly, was that their parachute failed to open. If they were willing to risk it because they had a backup, but some backups fail too. And that's where we're not using our wisdom. We're kind of tempting fate and that we're in cause and effect. If you do this and this happens, the likelihood of you coming out of it alive is pretty slim. Man, you could feel how deep you see this. You could, yeah. I mean, you could just from, I know it's all audio and, and the, the listeners won't see, but just looking at you, it's like, okay, you know this to be true. <laughs> you you know this to be to be true. And, and it must show up in your work with the running retreats and with doing things with business. Do you see a difference in groups and one-on-one or is it the same? Well, I do see a difference. In groups, you have the dynamic of other people working together. And in a one-to-one, you go deeper. And I work, I, I'm a mentor of coaches So I have worked with small groups for women, coaching for women clients. And I watched the dynamic of watching them, watching the coach coach the client. So I've been in the arena and it's a very powerful arena because then the client gets to hear me coach the coach 
And actually the client gets more out of it than the coach does. <laughs> <laughs> and the client, the coach is paid more, which is really hilarious. And the client has paid less, so they've got less on it. <laughs> which is probably what makes it easier to hear at that point. I got a little on it. Exactly. And so they're having all these major breakthroughs and the coaches are all worried about whether or not they had any impact with the client. And we're saying, well, look and see what your client is doing. And then you can see how your impact is. You know, it's like the proof is in the pudding. I like and that's that. Where the impact is. The impact isn't in the coach. The impact is in the client. Mm. You want to be an effective coach. Check out what's happening with your client. Where's your client at? So okay. you you went through a clarity program. You went through Super Coach as yep. well. You went through what other trainings? I started with the ICF program back okay. in 2010. I only did one course with them, which is called the Essentials course. So I didn't actually get ICF accredited, but I didn't really want to go in that direction anyway. I wanted to hop over to transformational coaching and their transformational coaching was not the avenue I wanted to take. And so I started with Michael Neal and did Supercoach 2014. And I saw a lot in that, Rob, I really did. I think that it was very, very, very useful. I think all coach training is really useful, but I do think it's getting out in the trenches, just like your analogy of war. You have to be in it to start yeah. seeing stuff. Yeah. You know, the, the value is in the, in the showing up and being a coach and having clients and learning from that. And the coach that I was then is like really a baby in the terms of how I saw it, how deep I, how deep my grounding was, how deep my personal transformation was. So there was a lot that I was still not seeing. And so I was coaching to the level that made sense to me at that time. And that was reflected in the clients I was working with. Because mm. I could only take them as deep as I could go. I like that so much because it just made me think about when I was an instructor and I had to teach security strategy or, or some type of pre-deployment training for uh, tactics, security tactics, because that was my my specialty. It was much easier to teach security strategy to those who had actually been on the battlefield. It was kind of like it, things clicked more being in the fight. The training, it just seemed easier when they had been in the trenches before. I like yeah. that analogy. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that. But another one I heard 43 years ago was, it's, it's about experience, right? So you have an experience as a coach, you have an experience as a client, you have experience of what it feels like to be in war, have bullets flying. It's experience, life experience. So when I was doing S training 43 years ago, doing the analogy of having, having a baby, there's only women that could ever understand what it's like to have a baby. Men, no matter how much they can rationalize it and see it and be there watching their wife or girlfriend or whoever go through it, they will never know what it's like to have a head come through their vagina. True. 
you don't learn except through experience. Your grounding comes through your experience. Even shooting, reading the manual about the weapon is different than getting on the range and pulling bullets on target. I have had a gun in my hand and no amount of telling me what that kick was going to be like. <laughs> prepared you for the kick. Pulling the trigger and feeling it. Yeah. What did you shoot? Do you remember? What was it? I was in a, in a uh, indoor range and I think I had an automatic, you know, small gun kind of thing, but I had a plenty kick to it. Yeah. But I also had a boyfriend that liked going dove shooting in Alabama uh -huh. and so I had a rifle. And I remember that thing up against my shoulder, holding on and man, did my shoulder hurt when that uh, kick. Yeah. <laughs> that was the biggest lesson I've ever had. And you don't know the power until you feel it. Yeah. I've seen clavicles get hurt from the kick of weapons uh, when we're doing machine gun training or new weapon training. And like you said, somebody doesn't know and just put it in the improper spot on the on the collarbone and bam. Yep. Next thing you hear is screams. Wow. And it was black and blue for quite a while, by the yeah, way. Yeah, bruised up pretty bad. Have you ever shot a weapon after that? Well, the, the pistol came after that. After that. Okay. Got it. Yeah, so I'm not saying I've I've done it a lot, but I've done it enough to know what it feels like. Feels like, like yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Experience is where we learn. I can go mm -hmm. with that wholeheartedly. All right. You're moving. Where are you moving to? Temporarily, I'm going to visit my sister in Monta. I say visit. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks I'm living with her only for a little while. So we're not really gonna say the living word got it got it visiting for a while <laughs> so you're visiting your sister where at in montana which city missoula missoula so i was stationed in great falls for uh two and a half years and right. i played uh semi-pro football there and we used to play a a team out of missoula called right. the missoula raptors they gave me my first concussion that's why I remember. <laughs> that's why I remember Missoula so well. Oh wow, that's <laughs> cool. But uh, it was uh, Montana was a beautiful experience. It was it I, the first time I'd ever experienced all four seasons in one day. <laughs> it was the first time I ever saw snow in summertime, but it was one of the beautiful, most beautiful places I've ever been. That's beautiful there. Like, you know, when you say big sky, it literally looks like the sky is closer to you. It literally feels like that when you're there. Yeah, I was saying that I was there during fire season in September. Oh, no, I probably wasn't that pretty damn well. <laughs> and it was so bad that we were inside wearing what was equivalent to like a gas mask. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So I don't look forward to that. If I stay that long, I'd be like, shoot me now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not literally, but you know. <laughs> well, see, the other part of that is that my sister is all for me getting an RV. And I'm figuring the longer I stay, she's really going to be wanting me to get that RV. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I see it as a win win. <laughs> Absolutely. You got, you got 
um what is it glacier up there and what is the other big park yellowstone yellowstone yes yeah it's some beautiful beautiful places to see up there i saw my first moose up there and and the and my and an elk i drove a big at the time i drove a big yukon and this elk ran up like up a hill on the side of the highway and was running in the emergency lane he was so big that outside of my window i still couldn't see his head i could only see the massiveness of his body and it was like majestic almost how how big it was the same with the moose it just i'd never seen something that big before ever especially out naturally not not captive in a zoo or anything like that just there but yeah, Montana was such a beautiful experience for me. It's been an amazing time hearing about some of your work and uh, how you see things. I, I actually could see a lot of that as well. So I love that. Here's what I would like kind of like to wrap us up is tell people where they can find you, you know, just so they can hear some more of this humor and as well as get some more of this, this clarity and grounding, which you, you exemplify and demonstrate. And then kind of everybody's listening tell us you know what is it that you want us to hear like i said i'm a mentor of coaches and i do have a program that i've that i'm running right now that's a nine-month program i can give details if they're interested in it okay they can find me on my website which is www.lauriehomes feel like l-a-u-r-i-e-h-o-l-m-e-s.com <laughs> and then I have Facebook groups with my, you know, just Google Lori Holmes and you'll find me. I always have my love glasses on. So that's my signature look is my love glasses. And um, I'm on YouTube again with my name. I think I might be the love connection 777 or something like that. I like that. I'm the love connection. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm also called Grandma Love, and there's a lot of that in some of the stuff that I have written or they can find me on. Well, Grandma Love, uh, we're listening. Take us out. So the thing that, so the innocence in what we are dealing with with human beings is that they forget who they are. They forget where their experience is coming from. And they forget that they're God. And a way of describing that would be a diamond. We are all this diamond, God being the diamond itself. And we're all a facet of that diamond looking out from our unique perspective. And no part of the diamond is better or worse than any other part because it's all part of the whole. And one of the things to really know that if we are God, we are already whole and perfect, just like the diamond. But as human beings, what we do with that diamond is we cover it up in shit, and then we cover it with nail polish. And that nail polish becomes the shiny exterior of who we think we are, because we don't realize that we're this gem in the inside. We've forgotten. And we have to get through this shit to to rediscover who we are because the shit is our thinking our contaminated thinking our baloney stories and all that's covering up this beautiful beautiful 
beautiful inside being a diamond. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind. Have the day you deserve. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.